welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about the Benin Empire. I'm so excited to talk about the Benin Empire today because I was actually born in Edo State, known as Benin City, the city of Benin, the Great Benin. And the Benin Empire was the most precious gem in the whole of West African history. Okay, I'm very excited because a lot of people don't know about this, this ancient kingdom that has become one of the most vibrant in the whole world. And it is a longest lasting empire in West Africa when you check the history. It has mega structures that has never, when I say never, has never been seen all over the world. And you know what? The art, the art of the Benin people has influenced the whole world, has influenced the greatest artists that you can imagine. And it is located in the southern part of Nigeria. Yeah. One of the oldest and most highly developed states in West Africa. I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. Um, Oba Eware formed Benin into an empire. And he created political structures, expanded the territory, created arts and the festival as early as that. When I say the longest lasting empire, I'm saying even when the Europeans and, and people from other Western worlds came into Africa to dominate, to take away their slaves. The people of Benin were still fighting their own war. They were insisting on keeping their own kingdom. They were the last, the longest lasting. That is, they formed their army so strong that it was difficult to actually defeat them. They had so many victories. Obaiwari made sure that they built a large wall. It is a unique architect. And the Portuguese were lured in. They loved the art. They called it the Great Benin because they had never seen anything like that. In fact, a Dutch traveler described the palace, the palace of the Oba of Benin, the leader and the ruler of Benin, to be as big. The palace is as big as Harlem. Do you know what that means? The palace itself, just the palace alone, is as big as Harlem. And it's surrounded by a special wall a magnificent magnificent wall they'd never seen anything like that the Benin Empire was very organized they had their own flag at that time guys so when people are saying oh Africa is such a third world country it's underdeveloped they're not intelligent you are kidding at that time they had their own flag the wall of Benin is four times longer than the Great Wall of China So when I see people going on holiday and vacation and they're spending so much money and they take pictures in the Great Wall of China, it's a great thing. I really admire them. But I laugh and I'm like, I wonder if these people know that the Great Wall of Benin is four times longer than this Great Wall of China. A lot of people don't know. Read your history, guys. You will find out. One of the things that the Benin Empire was known for was this bronze, the cast bronze commissioned by the Oba, it was amazing. It was great. It was big. A lot of people, I'm not going to mention names, were coming into the Benin Empire and were stealing their bronze work, their artifacts, stealing them into their own countries. In fact, recently, 
But within the last two, three years, some of them have been returned to the Benin Kingdom. They had to return them because, you know, the adult people are not joking. <laughs> but you know, one significant thing is that the British officials, when they came to Benin, they wanted to benefit from the rubber industry because there was a lot of rubber in Benin. And they wanted to use that to build their entire economy in Britain. They wanted to take over the place. But guess what? The Oba was too powerful for them. He found out what they were going to do and he banned them from coming in. He did not want them to trade there. Then there was this guy named James Robert Phillips, who really was very angry at the fact that the Oba was banning them from doing the trade. And then he tried to get the Oba in trouble. He tried to get him to sign a deceitful treaty, you know, so that they could become a protectorate. But the Oba refused. He was so furious. Then Mr. James got angry and asked for permission from the Queen to invade Benin and to depose the Oba. He lied. He lied about that because even before he got the permission, he decided to come to Benin to visit and he said that he was coming to discuss peace with the Oba. What they didn't realize was that he hid their guns, their ammunition. He had this army that was disguised as his protocol people and all of that. His intention was to depose the Oba and even exile him. And this happened in 1896. But there was this sharp guy, Iyasere, who warned the Oba that this was going to happen. But the Oba said, no, let them in. But the guy said, no, I'm not going to listen to the Oba because I know what this guy is planning. I know what he's coming to do to my people and we will not allow it. So, of course, the great army of the Benin Empire went into war as James Roberts was getting into the Benin Empire. The war was so bloody that only two of the British people survived. Now, something that as regards war is not supposed to be so interesting, but I was actually very happy when I found out because for so long people have made us believe that, you know, only the people from the Western world could fight the war because they had the guns, they had the, you know, developed ammunition. But hey... We are here to prove you wrong, guys. But, you know, there are other things about the Benin Empire that is so amazing. Their costume, the beading, the women who fought wars, the queens who created a different kind of living culture, Queen Idia, Queen Ide. There are so many things that you would read about the Benin Empire that will really blow your mind. And I'm encouraging people to share this history with children. Share it with the African-Americans. Share it with the West Indians. Share it with as many people as you can. They need to know more about the motherland that they keep talking about. It's not enough to love the movies made about Africans. It's not enough to wear the costumes and go to the cinema. But you need to know the people that you're representing. You need to know the people of the motherland, okay? I've had fun. I hope you've had too. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com. Or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>